0: Hello and welcome to the Incredible Witness podcast. Today's episode is titled, What Are You Trading Your Life For? I was waiting in an accident and emergency waiting room to see a doctor due to an injury I received several days earlier. The large room was teeming with people, anxious to be seen so that they could leave the crowded, confined space and return to the comfort of their homes. Or do whatever else they wanted away from the depressing A&E waiting room. Suddenly, everyone's attention was drawn to a small woman with a husky voice. Let me go, let me go, she yelled at the entrance of, to the hospital, whilst flanked by two police officers, one of whom was holding her arm. The other was positioned in front of her, blocking her escape. For some minutes, she fell silent at the, uh, at the hospital entrance and was then escorted to the reception area. She beat me up! She fucking beat me up! she screamed agitatedly. I asked the police for help, but you lot don't help at all, do you? The diminutive, stout woman continued speaking to the officers, but as she was no longer shouting, I could no longer hear what she was saying. As the commotion had calmed down, the attention of the patients refocused on the door where medical staff came out to call your name. Suddenly she began shouting again. She could have killed me! She was so dangerous my dad was even scared of her! I need help. Protection. Don't you understand? The woman's face was now red, and her voice quivered with distress. I want my mum, she began to whimper, like a young child. I don't have my mum. I need my mum. But she ain't here. She appeared to mutter, mutter something to herself, then cried. What's the point? I don't get it. I don't know why I'm here. I don't see the point. There's no point! At that moment my name was called and I went in to see the doctor. When I came out the woman was gone but her words and obvious distress remained with me reverberating around in my head. I didn't know the woman's history or background but it occurred to me that she was someone who could be at risk of taking her life. Just a few days earlier I'd watched a documentary on television where Alex Beresford, was talking about the prevalence of black men being at at risk of committing suicide. It was disturbing because some of the people who had either committed suicide or had attempted to do so appeared to be engaged in pursuits of great interest to them, leading at least on the surface what appeared to be full, active, fulfilled lives. Yet it later became clear that for some reason they were burdened by events or circumstances in their lives that meant that their lives were devoid of the meaning and purpose they required. It is obviously an incredibly distressing situation when anyone feels so low that they arrive at the conclusion that their life is not worth living. That got me thinking about life and how essential it is to have found or identified your purpose for living, your reason for being, that thing you put on this earth to do, that purpose that gives your life meaning. But how many people take the time to discover their last purpose? I suspect the reality is that very few people ever make the time to ask themselves that question. And for those that do, even fewer numbers continue to do so, until they achieve clarity concerning their purpose. Discovering what you consider you will put on this earth to do provides your life with a sense of direction and meaning. It's the difference between knowing where you are going and why you have that place as your destination as opposed to having no clear idea why you should should head in any direction, and thus having no destination in mind. Or to put it another way, it is the difference between having a meaningful goal in your life, which provides you with a compelling reason to to reach your destination, compared to being devoid of a sense of self-determination, pretty much the same as being like a leaf in the wind, at the mercy of the elements, and thus going nowhere. The point I am making is that life isn't easy, it was never meant to be. There are innumerable challenges you are called upon to overcome throughout your life that drag you down to the depths of desperation and despair. Having a clear goal in mind and a strong reason to reach your destination provides you with a purpose that not only gives your life meaning but acts as a balm against the difficulties and challenges that we all face. Having discovered your purpose provides you with a reason to get up every morning. But it gives you much more than a reason to get out of bed. Discovering your purpose means discovering something that you love doing, something that fills you with a sense of fulfilment and something so important and meaningful to you that you're prepared to trade your life for it. Now, I know that the concept of trading your life is something is for some life for something is unfamiliar to most people, in that it's simply not the way a vast majority of people are taught to think about their life. Whilst most people are aware of the concept of trading their life for money, when engaged in working for a living, they rarely, if ever, consider the notion of trading their life for anything. As mentioned above, this is largely because we are not taught to think in this way, and as a consequence, very few people make the time to consider what they would love doing so much that they would happily trade their life for, or in other words, spend their life doing. The thing that I now find really strange is that nearly everyone spends a lot of their time engaging in jobs that they at best tolerate and at worst detest. Yet they fail to take the time to think long enough about and to decide upon what they would love to devote their, their life to doing. Taking the time to think about what you would love to spend the rest of your life doing is really the most essential investment of time you can ever make. Just imagine Instead of dreading the thought of getting out of bed, to work for hours, doing a job that leaves you unfulfilled, disinterested, or loathsome. That you can't wait to get out of bed, to do something that provides you with such personal satisfaction that when you do it, it doesn't even feel like work. And the icing on the cake is that you're getting paid for the time you spend doing what you love to do. Consider also the difference this would make to how you feel about yourself, your life, and your world. People who have found what they love spending their time doing and who have devoted their time to pursuing their dream and making it a reality are so inspired by, that, by their life that depression, despondency and despair are emotions and or a state of mind that they, that they are totally insulated against. They are insulated against depressing thoughts and emotions because they know with certainty that their life has meaning and they have discovered exactly what it is that gives their life purpose and a reason Not only for living, but for thriving. Discovering your purpose is more valuable than any material possession you could be offered. You could ever be offered. Whatever you decide to trade your life for has to be so intrinsically valuable to you that you could not put a price on it if you tried because it is the difference between merely existing and thriving. Living the life of your dreams. This being the case, you might ask yourself why everyone, or at least a lot more more people, fail to devote the time to finding out what their purpose in life is. The answer would appear to be one that is somewhat depressing and uncomplimentary, namely that most people simply don't think or care enough about themselves to devote the time to invest in their life. Now you might say that if people don't want much from their life, then that's a decision that as adults they have made, and of course that is true. But there is a much less extreme position than suicide, it's a position that I suspect many people experience. It may not feel as as terrible as causing you to have suicidal thoughts, and you can become so accustomed to it that you don't even think about it, that is, until you reach the end of your life. Then, you may be plagued with regret for failing to have made the time to do those things that you can now see would have made your life not only well worth living, but looking back on with with pride and a deep sense of fulfilment. No matter how satisfied or dissatisfied you are with your life, take the time now to think about what you want to do with the rest of it. Decide right now to make your life really worth living. A minority of people, although still too depressingly high, experience their life as unbearable and end it. A far greater number of people choose to experience regret at the end of their life, and maybe that's because regret is too hard to live with, so they choose not to look at it until it is too late. Don't be one of them. Make a decision now that the future you will be proud of. Until next time.